Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning. It is January 22nd, 2024. There's a lot going on in the world. This is Betsy Bell at the Double B Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada to give you an overview of how I see things, and maybe it's not what you would decide to see after I present it. But that's the beauty of how can this happen. It opens the question and leaves the question open. How can this happen? And it also gives you a point of view that you will get nowhere else. And then you can decide what you think and what you think matters. So thoughts and musings are really not worth much if you don't have any facts to back it up. But I can tell you that having the fortitude to investigate it to get the facts is just mind-altering and mind-boggling. We really don't have the time. The answer is in the formula. Let somebody else figure it out. Did it ever occur to you that we are the pass-the-buck society? Yeah, I know. Because I have been one to my whole life. Until I realized that there are two sides to every story. And you know what? We aren't getting it. I don't see it. I think we're all invested into one side and we're digging our heels in and saying, just tell me that I'm wrong. Because that word is the worst. We can't say it. Unfortunately, we do this to each other and to ourselves. So the purpose of my uh, podcast today is to point out to you two sides of one story. And my beautiful How Can This Happen audience is going to figure it out for yourself. Where is the truth? You're right. No, I'm not going to give you a quiz at the end. However, you will have a lot of questions. So take out your pens or take out your pencil, the one that doesn't have an eraser on it. There is a kerfuffle in the state of Nevada. Now, I know that you might have heard that. But one thing that you can count on in the home of Sin City is that we cannot be without mayhem. Why would everybody want to come here? However, this is involving a process we're all too familiar with, voting, which has become the biggest canard in our society. How the hell have we gotten to this point. You can't even have an election because now they have all these ways to help you make it easier on yourself. Really? Voting machines, harvesting ballots, people can't get to the poll. Oh my god, get my wheelchair. I'm going to go vote. The Nevada state primary for president is in less than two weeks. There is a ballot and a voting primary on February 6th. And then there's a caucus show up and place your vote 
on February 8th. Being the detective, pardon me, that I am, I wanted to know how this can happen. You only need one of these processes to determine which candidate will be the nominee in the state of Nevada. My research has detailed and it has proven that I couldn't get the answer to one of the most perplexing of all questions in regard to this process, and that is which one counts. We are having a primary ballot election, as I said. Election day is February 6th, but they can receive the ballots up to four days after the primary. So you won't know the outcome until at least February 12th. Or you can go to a precinct in person and vote for the candidate that you want. And then that process has a paper ballot that you put in the vote box and the votes are counted that night. You do have to show voter ID to caucus, by the way. What an outrage. Your doctor asks you for ID, but why should you show it to vote? Did you forget? You go to the doctor and he wants to know who you are. But you can vote for the leader of this country and they don't care who you are. Do I hear crickets? (laughs) You are now asking, okay, what's the kerfuffle? I say, why the need for two? Meaning the number two and not only one. Which one counts? I'm going to be right back because I can feel my headache pounding. I'll let you know in a minute which one counts. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, welcome back. What we're discussing here is we're discussing a process that people go through every year when they're trying to nominate a president of the United States. But we have confused the process in the processing of the duties. But what I wanted to point out is it has been very difficult to get answers to the questions of which process are we using? Which process is the one that counts? And yesterday, as needed... There are two schools of thought about what is happening in the state and why it is happening. So I'm using some quotes from two noted Nevadan editorial contributors. And I'm editing a little bit for brevity. And to spare you, my brave and educated listeners, because this is just really hard to take. This is how it will roll. First A. Okay, the first A has six letters after the A. Once I quote the first A, then I will quote the second A. Notice that from here on out, first A is first and second A is second. They will become number 1A and number 2A. You received, oh, I apologize. First A said, 
You received a mail-in ballot if you are a Republican. You probably noticed something odd. The list of candidates did not include Trump or DeSantis. Okay, second A. Once the voters sent Donald Trump packing in 2020, I thought that the chaos that defined every day of the Trump administration would subside. Here on out, number 1A and number 2A. Number 1A, here is why the two names were left off the ballot. I repeat it. It is not the fault of election officials. Underlined, the government did not conspire to keep Trump off the ballot. This is number 2A. President Joe Biden has done his best to bring decorum back to the office. But it is clear that the chaos continues. Now we go to number 1A. The most important thing to remember is that the delegates matter, not the total number of votes in the presidential nomination process. This is second A. With Governor Joe Lombardo, and other GOP leaders contorting themselves into pretzels in order to fall in line behind Trump. Number 1A, Nevada Republicans have traditionally used a caucus to award delegates. Trump and DeSantis aren't listed on the ballot because they sought to receive delegates and didn't submit their name for the ballot. Number 1A. In a court filing this week, Trump's lawyers predicted that the country would be consumed with chaos and bedlam if the states were allowed, I quote, to read the Constitution of the United States and do what it says. Yo! I'm saying the part about allowing anyone, and he said, who participated in an insurrection against our country to not be allowed to run for president. Okay, you get it. Enough said. What good are facts? What good is the Constitution if everyone puts their own spin on it? Why do we allow our lives to be run by such morons? Because we're lazy. Two points. First, I'd like to know why Trump is the man of bedlam and Biden is the man of decorum. Do they mean decorum or is that destruction? We're living in an altered United States filled with crime, illegals crossing our border like they're on a walk in the day's breeze from God knows where. Inflation that is out of sight and not coming down. 
Put your groceries on a credit card or the kids won't eat. Gas and electricity that is an abundant and overwhelming supply and that we're not allowed to produce in our own country to benefit our own people, the ones that pay the taxes. Oh, them. And all the while we're being told by this administration that climate is the biggest threat we face with two wars that could only take us into World War III, but Trump is bedlam. And A, number two, gave us the definition of bedlam. Decorum is behavior in keeping with good taste and propriety. If decorum is sniffing kids' hair and eating ice cream cones, please give me bedlam. Did you hear what I just told you? I'm not fond of orange man and out-of-control hair. What I am fond of is deciding what I want to be when I grow up and having what I need to do it. Education, not learning about what sex I am. God already told me that. I guess the orange man knows what to do to make that happen. But let not your heart be troubled. Because weather isn't going to kill you unless one of those windmills flies out of the ground and impales you. But World War III could. I also want to point out that the state of Nevada doesn't need a caucus and a primary ballot election all in the same election year. We only need one. Is this a conspiracy? You bet it is. If you think that the Secretary of State handles the elections and he determines with input from the party leaders which process we should use to determine the outcome, then which is it? Both party and election officials need to take the blame. Both are incompetent and both are uninformed and not deserving of running anything. I think the Secretary of State should take the cost of this primary election, every penny of it, from his salary and pay it back to the taxpayers of Nevada. Folks, this is his job. How can this happen? When do we hold lawmakers accountable? Do they get training of what their role is? Are they told what the Secretary of State does? Do they just run and figure it out as they go? We're long here. When I come back, I have a solution. And the solution that I have is about you. And you can do this in your own sphere of influence. Take heart. Stay right there. Don't leave me yet. <laughs> 
This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back to How Can This Happen with Betsy Bell at the Double B Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sin City, boy, we have it going on too, don't we? Based on what I just told you, what I am going to ask of you is to examine your heart and to look closely at something that you can do. There is an opportunity in the world today that may only present itself once in decades, and you need to take advantage of it. My listeners, my beloved listeners, you are the ones that can save the world. You think I'm playing you, but I'm telling you what's in my heart and what my belief is. My belief is that you, my listeners, are what is going to make a difference in this world that is absolutely falling apart. You know, we are not without guilt. It just doesn't work that way. But do we let ourselves acknowledge guilt? You can't acknowledge it. The worst thing that anyone can do today is to admit that they are wrong. They would rather have their finger fingernails torn out one by one and tortured, then admit that they made a mistake. Did you hear that word? It is unspoken, unwritten, and denied in every corner of our lives. Mistake! Okay, I am going to point out to you something about fools. Only a fool tries to outsmart smart people. And anyone that tries to fool a fool is himself already one. Let's go and let go of the fantasy that all is going to be well if we just wait for the fools to wise up. Have you ever heard of a fool's errand? You're right. Lack of communication can cause kerfuffles, but that is not what we are talking about. We are talking about ideology that is so ingrained, it takes over the entire being. You can't deter this ambition. People think that what they want for you will not only make your world better, but that there is no other way to do it. They think that the idea of what is best for you is the only way, their way. And they are not 100% wrong. The danger here is that they cannot let go, and they will not. The only hope is you, my How Can This Happen listener. You will make all the difference in the world if you just say your piece and believe what you say. The only critic you need to fear is God. He is the ultimate arbitrator. Call on him to see what's in your heart. People cannot 
hurt you if you know God's will for your life. All the peace that you can find in this hellhole called earth will come to you with the knowledge that what you have said is true and it is true to you. We can't make people do what we want. You can only bully them into submission, and that is what we are. A bunch of bullied simpletons sucking on our thumbs, asking for a blankie. Now, I want all of you out there to hear me, to ask yourself, when was the last time you said exactly what you thought at the exact moment you thought it? Or did you stop yourself and look around at the audience and tell yourself, oh, hell no, I can't say that in front of them. I am guilty. Your voice matters and it counts. It is not about the people listening. It's about you. You matter And until you become your truest spokesperson, unfiltered, unabashed, unashamed, you will not be worth anything to others or to yourself. Do you understand why I'm telling this to you? Freedom requires and demands that you say what you think and that you don't follow a prescribed school of thought. Your livelihood depends on it. Your children need it. Your country is running out of time to assimilate it. Your country needs you. Your friends need you. Your family needs you. Say it. I have my own ideas and I don't need confirmation of who I am. None of us are 100% right and we certainly aren't 100% wrong. But you can't wait for permission. It's too critical. The world is falling apart. Speak up, speak out. Don't give up. Your way is the truth. Use the tools that God gave you. This is Betsy Bell, and I am here for you, my listeners, and hopefully for people who disagree with me and people who do agree with me. 